All right, before the official start of this broadcast goes, we're doing a little uh, sound check here. And you, the audience, even gets to kind of sit in on us. We don't usually do this, but you get to sit in on us and listen to us mess around with the microphones. My son Cameron's here with his brand new Take 12 radio shirt, dress, button-down shirt. How you doing, Cam? Good. How are you? I, I'm, I'm Chipper. So you live in Salem. Yep. Yeah. And you see a lot of drug addicts and alcoholics walking down the street, right? Uh, every corner, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, because you live right off Lancaster. Yeah. 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 So this event is a recovery event for, specifically for, the Marion and Polk County communities. And good thing to do, right? Definitely. Well, you're a man of a few words. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> My co-host Denver's over here. Hey, Denver. Howdy. Yeah, what's going on, bud? Not much. Just got camp set up. I think everything's balanced pretty well. We're getting ready for the uh, crowds to start rolling in here shortly. So we are at the uh, Riverfront Park Amphitheater in Salem, Oregon. So get ready. Hold on to your recovery horses because we're going to be playing a lot of recovery music featuring Michael Purrington and the Messengers, a whole bunch of songs from him uh, on this broadcast in between interviews and uh, such. So... Intro guy, disclaimer guy, three, two, one, take it away, go! The views expressed on this special broadcast of the Take 12 radio show do not necessarily reflect those of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting or its affiliates. KHLT is not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. A very scary experience. You know, God is a solution. God is 12 step. I like where he's going here. Helps the community grow, helps us grow. Bonnie, <laughs> Bonnie has done a phenomenal job. Lack of open-mindedness. And you're talking about taking people through a spiritual process and getting them into recovery. Thanks, Monty, uh, and thanks for all your support. We need spirituality to make this thing work long-term. It's an absolute pleasure. He certainly knows a lot of people. This is one of the places that is about the business of the solution. And now, broadcasting on location somewhere in the vast expanse of the Pacific Northwest, it's the over-opinionated 12-stepologist, The Monty Man. Riverfront Park Amphitheater in Salem, Oregon for the Hands Across the Bridge Building Bridges event brought to you by the Marion Polk Peer Coalition. I am at uh, my neighbor's booth right across the way from us, Direct Primary Care and Addiction Treatment Services. Uh, you can reach them at 503-589-0539, but let's find out exactly what they do and what kind of services they do. So I'm in the booth and I'm talking to Jake Miller. So, Jake, tell us all about what you guys do. So, we are a direct direct primary care clinic, which means uh, you pay a fee to be uh, with us monthly, and you have full access to a doctor. Um, Dr. Manya Hellman is our uh, the leader of our clinic, and um, she does direct primary care. So, basically, she's a, she's a full-time doctor. She specializes in addiction treatment and anti-aging as well as pain management. Um, so we do medically assisted treatment, and I am the CADC, that one of the two that work there that run the groups and stuff. But um, basically what we do is uh, we offer uh, treatment at a very, very affordable cost. Yeah, because we, we know that a lot of people miss the boat simply because treatment many times is unreachable, true? That is true. Yeah. That is very true. Um, a lot of times, you know, the it, it takes money to get into these places, and it's out, really not affordable for some of them. And so uh, they can come to us, and they what you would be paying thousands of dollars for at a, a, another clinic, it's like you get for a hundred. I mean, it's it, it's very low cost. cost. So, uh, MAT, medically assisted treatment. Yeah. Controversial. 
It is. Um, I myself worked for another treatment facility for 10 years that was 100% abstinence-based. I didn't, myself, I didn't believe uh, in, you know, I, I, and that's where I got sober as well. So I was infused with 100%. And uh, But in my course of um, counseling there, I realized that the opioid, they, they call it an opioid epidemic. Um, it's a different it's, world today, isn't it? it? It is very much a different world. Yeah. And, uh so basically, it's like there, there was a lot of people that relapse is so prevalent in opioids, uh, and whether it's pain medication, heroin, um, and uh, we, do, we do buprenorphine, Suboxone, right. and um, we have seen uh, a lot of people, anywhere between 70 and 80% of the people that enter our program are still uh, sober today coming through in, in, in recovery from mood-altering substances because sure. Suboxone is not a mood-altering substance. Although, if you're not managing it properly, it will alter your mood if you're not doing it as instructed. That, that is absolutely correct. Yeah. And we are not just a handing out with medication. Right. It's like we do treatment. You, you come to us, you do group process, you go to education groups. Um, we have three levels of care. If you come in and you, you meet ASAM criteria after an assessment the, to be with us, um, you come in, you're with us two times a week, you get education, group process. You have to come to group, you have to take it you know, as prescribed and you know, no other substances. Uh, I mean, it's you're there to help with that. And uh, so yeah, it's it's not like we're just handing them out. So, so if those of you who have been listening to this show for any length of time know that I am overly opinionated. Uh, and so I'm gonna just, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here just for a second. Um, I am not opposed to medically assisted treatment. I am not opposed to anything that'll help somebody detox, particularly off of opiates. I mean, it's a horrific experience to go through. Um, do you guys help them wean off of the Suboxone? Absolutely. Yeah, our, our goal is for people not to be dependent upon it for the rest of their lives. And there it is there. Because there's places that don't do that. Yeah, but no. places that are worth their weight are going to help you do that as well. That is that is true. Um, and we we believe that that's, that's where the... I mean, we still do the cognitive behavioral treatment that goes along right, with it. Right. So it's... Um, there, there is an end date. I mean, you know, that, that is our, our, our goal is to get people to not be dependent upon anything but recovery. So tell us your website here. So our website is www.drmanyahelman.com. And our program is, is on there. Anything that you have, uh, Monty, you read our number already that they can get in touch with us. at 503-589-0539. That is correct. And yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Call, ask questions, um, you know, and uh, see if we're a right fit for you. The opiate crisis is not just a crisis. I mean, it's an epidemic beyond proportions that we can even fathom. And uh, listen, recovery from active addiction gets the least amount of attention due to stigma. And so events like this help break the stigma, right? That is that is true. Yeah. It's, you know, we're, we're not bad people, but we've done bad things. And with guidance, help, support, the spiritual foundation, um, and, and and help. It's like anybody can recover. Anybody. Yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that. Amen Thanks, to Jake, that, brother. brother. Good Absolutely. to see you, man. Good to see you again. All right. Good to be your neighbor. Yes. All right. That's Jake over here at the booth, a direct primary care and addiction treatment services. Again, their phone number, 503-589-0439. All right. I'm going to walk on over here to a Celebrate Recovery booth. They're also our neighbors. They're, they're two booths down. Hey, you guys, who, want, who wants to talk to me on Take 12 Recovery Radio? Which one of you wants to talk to me? Yeah. Take 12 Recovery Radio. We're the world's only faith-based recovery, drug and alcohol recovery radio station. Broadcasting 24-7 at Take12Radio.com. We're in our 16th year, and we're still the only ones doing it. So we're out here. We were out here last year. We're out of Albany, Oregon. What's your name? Uh, I'm James. All right, James, tell us about Celebrate Recovery. I know about it, but my listeners, some of my listeners may not know. Well, Celebrate Recovery is a uh, Christ-centered 12-step program. Okay. <laughs> you guys also go by principles, right? That's correct. Yeah. 
So the 12 steps that originated from the organization Alcoholics Anonymous, used by permission from AA, Celebrate Recovery, uh, comes out of, you know where it comes out of? Saddleback okay, Ranch. There you go. Saddleback Church, Saddleback Ranch. Yes, you bet. Uh, so how long have you been doing the CR thing? I've been doing it for about a couple of years. Okay. So how long do you have sober, clean sober? About three years. Three years. Congratulations. How old are you? Hallelujah. How old are you? I'm 30. 30? You don't like 30. It's all that clean living, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look great. Okay. Tell us about your CR meeting. Is it here in Salem? Yes, uh, every Monday at the River Church, 5.30 p.m. Okay, and what's the address? Uh, it's uh, Portland Road, across from Harbor Freight. Okay, Portland Road, across from Harbor Freight. You want to check them out? Uh, you can go to CelebrateRecovery.org, CelebrateRecovery.com, and click on the meeting locator in your area as well. Thank you, my friend. You're, you're welcome. All right, now you got to check us out. Come to our booth, get a card. And tune in to the world's only faith-based drug and alcohol recovery radio station, okay? Awesome. All right. All right. Listen, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to hear a song from Michael Perrington and the Messengers. Uh, check it out. And we'll be back after that with more interviews here at Hands Across the Bridge in, in Salem, Oregon at Riverfront Park Amphitheater. Here's Michael. Riverfront Park Amphitheater in Salem, Oregon, for Hands Across the Bridge. And standing at our booth right now is a brother in recovery. Your first name? Levi. Levi. How long have you been clean and sober, Levi? About two and a half years. Two and a half years. And what were you doing? I mean, you look pretty good right now, but that probably wasn't always the case, right? Yeah, uh, just... Nothing good. Yeah, nothing good. <laughs> nothing good. Yeah. Okay, so uh, are you in a 12-step fellowship or a recovery support system of, it, of some kind? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do a lot of smart recovery at the moment, so. Oh, good for you. Yeah. All right, all right. So you came out here for what reason? Uh, just to support people in recovery and, and let them know that uh, I guess that 
that it works. A lot of us. Yeah, that, that it works, and there's a lot of us out there that yeah. you know, that are this possible. Right, right. And so you're not actually from here, though. You're from where? Lakeview, Oregon. Okay, and where's that? Uh, south, Southern Oregon. So, oh, oh wow. By the border of California. Okay, you got friends and family up here? Uh, I have a couple, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Well, you made it up here, and that's the important thing, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, sure. it's a beautiful day out here. You having a good time? Oh, yeah, definitely. I love it. Okay, now nice. you're going to listen to the show, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you so much for sharing. Come on up, man. Let's chat for a minute. What's your name? Isaac. I'm Isaac. Isaac, and are you in recovery as well? Yeah, I've been clean for like two years and like four months. That's a big deal, Isaac. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. Never better. Yeah? Yeah, not always the case though, right? Um, no, I guess not. <laughs> All right. So what, what was the thing, what was the turning point for you from the old life to the new life? Uh, turning point. Uh, family issues. Yeah, did you have an aha moment? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was like the third, fourth, or fifth time that my brother had moved out and moved back in. And I just decided that enough was enough and I needed to get off because I didn't want to end up like my brother. Oh, boy. So that wasn't a good thing and you just wanted to change your path. Yeah. 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 And I'm glad you did, man. So where are you from? I'm from right here, actually, Kaiser, but it's pretty much, it's right on the border of Salem. So, yeah. So, uh, so do you have a support system as well that's recovery focused? Yeah. Yeah. I got a lot of support from my family. They're, they're a great family. So is, how important is it that people stay plugged in to some kind of support system once they experience sobriety? Uh, I'd say it's probably one of the most important things. Yeah. yeah. I, do, I do some of uh, the Dharma recovery. I go to those like once a week. I could. Uh, so you make a lot of healthy friends in recovery, do you? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good deal. Well, listen, man, thanks for talking to me. All right. Thanks for having me on. All right. So you want to go to Take12Radio.com if you want to listen to the show and archives of our shows. We have thousands of shows available for you on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, on WordPress, and on Podomatic at Take12Radio.com. Thanks, brother. All right. Have a good day, man. All right. You have a good day, too. Awesome. Yeah. It's good stuff. Sounds like it. 24-7, you can give us a listen. Hey. Seems like down on sign now. It's on Okay, so we're signing. What are we? What are we signing here? passports. Oh, these are the passports. They've got um, logos of the different booths here at the event. And it, what is? There it is. So that you win. Right, right. So, so people go. What it does is it draws people to your booth, and then you sign on your logo, and then they take it down to the raffle booth, and they can get raffle prizes. Uh, amongst raffle prizes, of course, is the Walking Through the Big Book series that we have. Uh, you can actually purchase that by going to Take12Radio.com and scrolling down to the bottom of the page and clicking on our recovery store. We have a great deal going on right now where you can uh, get that. Also, Walking Through the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, that, wor- that workshop. And you receive a Monty Man Take 12 Recovery Radio mug. That's all for $35, and that includes shipping and handling. But if you can't afford that, we want to make Walking Through the Big Book available to you for free. And the way you do that, listeners, is you go to Take12Radio.com, and you scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on Big Book Study. And there you can download all 34 one-hour Big Book Study workshops with Chris S. and myself. Let me tell you, it is the most comprehensive study of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous that has ever been produced on audio format, and it's there for you for free if you're unable to uh, donate to get the audio DVD. So we might want to make that available for you. We are here at the Marion Polk Peer Coalition event called Hands Across the Bridge. Later on this afternoon, uh, we are going to be all lining up uh, on the Marion Street Bridge uh, to celebrate National Recovery Month and celebrate those we have lost to co-occurring mental health issues, trauma, and active addiction. And uh, in honor of them and in memory of them, we'll be joining hands and doing a big yahoo at uh, Hands Across the Bridge. 
here in Salem, Oregon. Riverfront Park Amphitheater in downtown Salem. This is our, our state's capital, and uh, I believe we're going to have some representatives, too, from Oregon Recovers here later on. Uh, some folks that have been on the show before. So uh, we're not going to be broadcasting uh, their speech or anything here, but you want to visit them. We are one of the sponsors of Oregon Recovers. You want to go to OregonRecovers.com and uh, click on their website for a ton of information surrounded around recovery in the state of Oregon, uh, political issues, advocacy, and the like. All right, here we go with yet another song by Michael Perrington and the Messengers, one of the one of the pioneers of recovery music. Here's Michael. Well, I can see him up in paradise, sitting on a bale of hay, listening with a country grin while all the sinners pray. He's picking on a guitar with golden ringing strings while the choir of down home old time angels sing. I got a hillbilly higher power Looking out for me in the night Telling me in a bluegrass melody What is and what ain't right There's a good old boy in the afterlife Who's glad to be my guy I got a hillbilly higher power by my side He's jamming with Hank Williams On a song that Jesus wrote Every lick is perfect, man, they never no, the words of front porch simple They're singing clear and clean When that tune comes to me I can't help but be serene I got a hillbilly higher power Looking out for me tonight Telling me in a bluegrass melody What is and what ain't right There's a good old boy in the afterlife Who's glad to be my guide I got a hillbilly higher power when I pass through those pearly gates, God will have a draw. He'll say, how you been doing? Come on in, y'all. He knows that I was lost without him, lonesome, sad, and sick. But with a hillbilly higher power, I'm no longer up the creek. I got a hillbilly higher power looking out for me tonight. Telling me in a bluegrass melody what is and what ain't right. There's a good old boy in the afterlife who's glad to be my guide. I got a hillbilly higher power by my side. I got a hillbilly higher power looking out for me tonight. Telling me in a bluegrass melody what is and what ain't right. There's a good old boy in the afterlife who's glad to be my guide. I got a hillbilly higher power by my side. I got a hillbilly higher power by my side. Welcome back. I hope you're enjoying the music of Michael Perrington and the Messengers. Hey, listen, uh, it is uh, it is stated many times within recovery circles um, that we don't talk about outside issues. Well, if you know me and you've been listening for the last 16 years to our show, uh, I don't let that stop me. Because I think if you're in recovery, there's not a whole lot that is an outside issue. And so uh, on, the, on that note, a very inside issue is the stigma of addiction and co-occurring mental health issues. And standing with me right now is a former guest on our show. And uh, you want to talk about politics? Let's talk about politics for a minute, right? Mike Marshall, State Legislature and Oregon Recovers. Hi, Mike. Hey, Monty. How you doing? It's so good to be with you. Yeah, it's great. Uh, boy, you're a busy guy and you came out here and uh, we're just so glad you did. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really happy to be here. I'm on my way to Bend. Tomorrow's the Walk for Recovery in Bend. It's uh, the inaugural event. Uh, and that's exciting. We're expecting two or 300 people and the mayor and the vice mayor are going to be out there and a lot of the businesses. So, uh, And then next weekend is uh, uh, Medford is Friday night, uh, Friday the 13th. And then on Saturday morning is Eugene's Walk for Recovery. And then finally on September 28th, the last weekend of National Recovery Month, 
everybody but coming to Portland to walk in the Walk for Recovery there, and uh, we're expecting over a thousand people. So it'll be really, really exciting. And, and you know, so every time we hear about so many people gathering together to share the message of hope and recovery, right? We break stigma apart just a little bit more and a little bit more. And you know as well as I do, Take Twelve Recovery Radio is all about breaking stigma. So one of the things that's been stigmatized really is that this isn't a medical issue that this is a moral failing um just you know buck up and do better just you know plug into your spiritual connection and everything will be well and if you don't it's because you didn't believe hard enough and garbage like that right yeah yeah, yeah. well absolutely and and you know we made some progress um in the sort of policy arena around that the legislature in this last session passed a bill that defined addiction as a chronic disease um which is uh, sends a powerful message to um, uh, both the public but also the state agencies about the fact that they have to think about this through the le- uh, through the medical lens that it um, requires. Because uh, and 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 we need to combat stigma so that we can attract more people into uh, recovery. And the beauty of sort of the movement we're building is, you know, I got sober in AA and I go to AA every week and. But um, this isn't about AA, this, but there's multiple other forms of recovery that sure. work for some people. Like the Native American community has their own form, well, variety. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Buddhists have created refuge recovery. Which Christians is, have celebrate recovery. Celebrate recovery, yeah. right. Uh, there's women in recovery. So there's all kinds of great opportunities for people to find their place to, to work on their recovery. And what we need to do in the policy arena is make sure that we create a healthcare system that mm-hmm. embraces that, where doctors actually understand recovery, nurses understand recovery, where our certified alcohol and drug counselors and our peer mentors are paid a um, not just a living wage, but a, a valued wage that they are really addressing one of the biggest uh, public health issues of the state. And, and they were sending a message to them that they are valued. They're totally valued. Yeah. And we and we want them to stay in their job because in every all of us do our jobs each year. We get better at it, right? And when you pay such crummy wages, um, uh, you see high turnover. Um, and you see people, they get, you know, uh, the very the very value that they bring often is their own experience in addiction mm-hmm. and their own experience in recovery. And as they start to get more and more into the recovery, life opens up for them, right? And so yeah. there's other opportunities. So we want to make sure that the opportunity of staying in the addiction recovery field continues to be attractive and that there are educational opportunities and there's, there's financial advancement because we also all come out of our addiction into recovery with financial damage, right? And yeah, because so, mom and dad. They're done paying our bills, oh, right? Yeah, they don't yeah. want to well, do that anymore. And you go, okay, well, I need $35,000 a month to go through treatment. Right. And they just look at you sideways and say, you're not even coming to my house. Right. I won't get any money from it. Well, and there's no reason in the world that our parents need to be dipping right? into their retirement um, because that makes no sense. And so, um, yeah, we need to build a new continuum of care. And uh, as I was just saying uh, loudly to the crowd here, um, you know, our existing system is fractured and incomplete. Parts of it work really, really well, right? Right? And good people work in it, and some of us are really fortunate to be a product of it. But too many people, it does, it's not accessible to the yeah. notion that you have to wait two to three weeks That's just crazy. to get an assessment. I know, and then get a referral. And to by p- then you fall through the cracks, and, and, and you may be dead. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a former meth addict. To tell to tell a meth addict, don't yeah. use and cause back every right. day for the next three right. weeks. I mean, that's, <laughs> we both laugh at that because it's just it's crazy. It's not. It's just such stupid advice. Yeah. Without and, treatment, um, you're supposed to use, right? Yeah, right. It's kind it, of it, natural. It, well, <laughs> and if detox isn't aligned with treatment, so you go through right. detox, and and you know, I know. Um, uh, Hooper up in, in Portland, they they probably detox the largest number of people, but their problem is they don't have any place to send them at the end of it. And so with, for folks with opioid uh, abuse uh, problems, that's a real problem in a sense that we know that the, uh, the death rate, the overdose rate from people who are detoxed on opioids and then go back out, it shoots up. And yeah. so the notion that we just don't have this continuum of care in place. Right. Um, and then you get out of treatment and um, uh, you're not surrounded. You don't have community. You don't have access to a community. You don't know where it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know as, as, as years go on that it's not just about access to a 12-step meeting three nights a week. Right. But it's also access to yoga and it's access to a, 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 a financial... Proper nutrition. Yeah, yeah. proper nutrition and yeah. figuring out how to clean up your credit and you know clean your expunge your record. We need places where we're bringing these people in, we're lifting them up, and let's continue to lift them up because at the end of the day that's what's in the taxpayer's interest right it, let's it just is. be crass about they it. don't know you that know? Or, or they don't want to hear that 
but but it's true, right? right. I mean, I mean, do you want to pay a dollar more on your property tax, or do you want people breaking into your house? Right. That's kind of the way I look at it. Well, <laughs> or you know, or do you want your cousin to to die because they go. have access to the services, right. and so right. uh, and all the costs is extended to that. So um, we're making some progress. Yeah. I think um, if anyone's listening wants to do something, call your legislator. Tell them your personal story, your personal connection right. to recovery, whether it's your your own or your your husband's, your wife's, or your kids, um, and just keep reminding them. If you see them out and about, tap them on the shoulder and say, "When you get back there in Salem, you need to do the yeah. right thing for recovery." Yeah. You know, they just need to continually hear from us. And I, this last legislative session, every legislator I met with, and this wasn't true two sessions ago, every legislator I met with, I'd sit down and before I'd get to my, you know, wish list with them. They'd say, let me just tell you about my uncle. Let me tell you about mm. how many times I had to send my husband to rehab. Like, wow. every one of them. And it, it doesn't matter, Democrat, Republican. There's no distinction. That's the, yeah. in some yeah. ways, the yeah. beauty of finding a solution to this crisis right. is that it's bipartisan. And when we live in this age there of can't such be any huge barriers division, or, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it's where, you know, you can put a Hillary supporter and a Trump supporter sitting down next to each other to talk about this problem. Right. And their politics don't come up. Right. They don't think about exactly. them. They, it's not a barrier. And so we can really build a stronger state. Yeah. If we bring people together That's to good solve news. this problem. Yeah. That's yeah. really and, good news. And, so and maybe, may, maybe the crisis of addiction will be one of the very things that brings us together in other areas. Exactly. Exactly. Wouldn't that be great? It would be great because if, yeah. if we can figure this out together... Then we have a relationship to sit down and talk about the stuff that we that yeah, we maybe disagree nice. on. Yeah, so nice. uh, I, it's exciting times, but we've got to continue to have people just to uh, uh, really um, come out about their recovery or their their family's recovery, whether it's over lunch with your your workmates, if it's at your church, if it's it's over the fence talking to your neighbor. Yeah. Um, that uh, we can't combat stigma if we allow stigma to, to control us. And so it's hard, but um, yeah. we need to all come out about it. Well said. So OregonRecovers.org? OregonRecovers.org. But if you want to do one of the walks, um, uh, walkforrecovery4.org. Okay. Uh, walkforrecovery.org. And they, you can then click on Bend, Medford, Eugene, or uh, Portland. And next year, hopefully, we'll do it in Salem and Coos Bay and Klamath Falls. Excellent. We're looking to expand. Like, we did it once last year in Portland. This year, we're doing it in four yeah. cities. Next year, we want to do it in four more cities. So, uh, the goal is to create an event where people can, from all forms of recovery, yeah. and family and, and workforce people can walk together. And um, it's just, uh, it's really cool. Can I, do we have time for one story? Absolutely. So with the... Let, let me lean against this thing here. Yeah. My, my knee isn't doing the, okay. too, too good these days, but we keep trucking. We don't stop. And we, well, you just don't, we just don't stop. We got to keep going with this stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the Walk for Recovery last year in Portland was our, uh, you know, it's a, they're, a fund, they're designed to be a fundraiser for Oregon Recovers. And uh, uh, so we, our goal was 500 people raise uh, $60,000. And we had almost a thousand people, and they raised over one hundred and thirty-three thousand dollars. Wow! First year, it was huge, and but that wasn't even, you know. And I'm the guy who has to pay the bills, and so I was excited. <laughs> but that wasn't what moved me that day. Um, it was seeing young people that had clearly met in recovery. They're pushing baby strollers, and their parents and grandparents are with them. And I had this woman come up to me and say, "Mike, I want to introduce myself. I flew out here from South Carolina to be here today." And I was like. Wow, oh like goodness. how did that happen? And she said, well, my son got sober here in Portland six months ago and I was 3,000 miles away and I couldn't do anything for him. But I get choked up every time I tell the story. She said, when he told me he was doing this, I could get on an airplane and I could do the walk for recovery with him and show that I love him. So <sighs> that's that's what these events are about. So uh even if you have to drive to be there, I'd really encourage you because it's there's nothing like it to right. be surrounded by people. That many people in recovery, um, it's not one of your meetings, it's not your group therapy sessions. It is community coming together, and they're all a little boisterous. And uh, <laughs> the crowds on the street that walk by just love it, and uh, it's really an awesome day. Amazing stuff, and thank you so much for your service. I mean, you just don't do, do a job. You, you perform a service and a passion. Uh, you're a person in long-term recovery. You know, there's nothing better than when you're with a group of people, especially large numbers, that get it. 
They just right. get it. They can come from all different diverse backgrounds. Yes. Race, creed, religion, lack of religion, political viewpoints, all sorts of stuff. But like you said, when it comes to to wellness, when it comes to, to rec- be, getting to a state where you are in long-term recovery, uh, the semantics, recovery, recovery, whatever. When it comes to getting healthy again around this issue, really all the other junk, we can leave it at the door. Yeah. You know, and so it, it's great news to know that, that we have there. There's a lot of booths here oh, yeah. that, that are from all sorts of diverse. Right? We have, you know, I just interviewed a guy from Smart Recovery. Not my cup of tea, but guess what? We're on the same side. Absolutely. You know, uh, we 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 got uh, we got the Rock here. We got Marion Peer Polk Coalition, and we got I think we even got an AA information booth, and and so we we got to drop this thing that we can't affiliate with the and that affiliation. It's not about saying that we're affiliated. It's about saying that we we are associated, yeah, right, right, with right, each other. Right, absolutely. And it, it's time to drop that stuff, man. Um, and that's that's a big part of what Oregon Recovery is trying to do is break down the uh, not only the silos in the in the continuum of care that exists, but more importantly, build, break down the silos within the recovery community, right? And yeah. So because there are people that AA doesn't work for them, and so they harbor these resentments against it, and then they find their home in Wellbriety or Refuge Recovery or sure or, or whatever. But that just because my program didn't work for you doesn't mean that it's not gold for me. So let's just uh, appreciate right. that. And so. Um, and the only way you do that is you bring them together and not in a sense of competition, but in a sense of let's all focus on the same thing, which is making sure that yeah. future people in the future or more currently more people have access to recovery. And so we can the best way we're going to do that is through public policy and changes in public yep. policy. And uh, and and the truth be told, uh, the way you change uh, policy is through politics and politics is driven by power. And so uh, I'm a powerless person in many respects by myself, but when I'm um, testifying in the legislature and there are 20 people with Oregon Recovers t-shirts sitting behind me, that's We got power. some power. That's what the legislators understand. Amen. You know? Amen. And then that's when they great. walk out for our advocacy day and they yeah. see 500 people all cheering and making noise and, and uh, that's power. And so yeah. uh, we have people, right? Yeah, <laughs> yep, we, we do. Abundance of people. We do. So Oregon Recovery is all about bringing them together. So. All right. Oregon Recovery is not Oregon. You can also get involved. Do, do these walks. Uh, listeners, get involved with that. I mean, even if you can't, you know, maybe walk a long distance, go and be supportive of this stuff. Um, you can go to OregonRecovery.org and find all sorts of ways to support the movement. True? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's all kinds of resources on there. And uh, we'll also be uh, doing a statewide summit to sort of uh, bring stakeholders like the many people that are here today uh, together to review the Alcohol and Drug Policy Commission's strategic plan and give them feedback on it before they submit it to the legislature. Right. Uh, that's always been a failure in the past. Was and and you know communities of color have something. Uh, they they have the statement nothing about us without us. Mm-hmm. And Oregon Recovers is all about making sure our the recovery community's voice is not just at the table, but it dominates the conversation because, let's face it, we know better than most folks about what needs to happen. True enough. True enough. So so I just want to give a a shout-out to some of my brothers and sisters, my my conservative uh, brothers and sisters, with all due respect. Listen, guys, do the investigation. Just don't make assumptions. Please check it out for yourself. When it comes... When it comes to the addict, addiction crisis, you've got to do your homework. Uh, you really do. And so, we have, I mean, we have we have people, Mike, we have people from all walks that listen to our show. Um, but we do have a, a, a heavy bent of folks that are, are Christians in recovery and because we are a faith-based show. Um, but, man, we got we got to drop some of this stuff and come together and work together. You know, fighting against each other over semantics, for crying out loud. Can actually end up killing people and so we got to stop doing that so right. folks do the investigation visit OregonRecovers.org. get involved uh there's many ways that you can do that mike marshall thank you so much brother oh, so good to see you man. yeah Thanks. you too man uh, god bless you Hope to see you all right walks. all right my friend even with the cane. all right yeah even with the cane it's mike marshall uh, or one of our oregon legislators and uh he is our representative with OregonRecovers.org. Please check the website out. Take 12 Recovery Radio is a proud sponsor of OregonRecovers.org. All right, without further ado, let's uh, take another break and listen to another recovery-focused song by Mr. Michael Purrington and the Messengers. 
Welcome back, excuse me, welcome back to the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show. We are broadcasting on location in Salem, Oregon at Riverfront Park and Amphitheater. I'm going to come on over here to Bridgeway. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. You first. Who, no, nobody's on camera. Who wants to talk to me about Bridgeway? Can you? What's your name? Hi, my name's Emma, and I work at Bridgeway. I have the fortunate uh, uh, blessing to work at Bridgeway. So they saw the microphone, and they went running. I know. Well, you know, I love to talk, and I'm a people person, so. So I, mean, I have a good a good friend and brother in recovery, Dave Tagon. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, I yeah. just saw him yesterday. Yeah, what a great guy. guy. Yeah, 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 I miss that guy. So tell us about Bridgeway. We, we also, I am the education director at the Adult and Teen Challenge Center in Shed, Oregon, so... We have people that come from Bridgeway to come to our center, but the listeners may not know. What's Bridgeway all about? Well, we are about recovery. We are an addictions treatment center. We offer outpatient residential for the uh, drug, alcohol, and gambling treatment. Uh, we do dual diagnosis, and we accept the Oregon Health Plan. Uh, we also accept Kaiser Permanente with a referral. If you've uh, lost your driver's license due to a DUI, we also uh, offer those classes so that you can get your uh, driver's license back. Nice, very nice. Now, you guys do detox, true? Yes, we do have a detox center right next door to our outpatient off of Lancaster on Herald Drive. So, if somebody wanted to come by your booth and grab a bracelet like the one I'm wearing, Ridgeway Strong. That's right. The Take 12 Recovery Radio bracelets didn't come in yet today, but we got your bracelets here. Yes, we're happy to offer those Bridgeway Strong uh, bracelets, brochures, pins. You got all sorts of swag over here. It's great. Yes, we just love advertising our services. All right, so your website, what is your website address? It's www.bridgewayrecovery.com Bridgeway Recovery, folks, you want to check it out. If you know somebody needs help or, hey, listen, you're kind of done with, you're done with it, and get follow, a hold of Bridgeway. And follow us on Facebook. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, there you go. This is their website at bridgeway.com. I'm going to shoot over here right next door to the Bridgeway booth. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who wants to talk to me about Dual Diagnosis Anonymous? Go ahead. All right. Well, they got permission from Alcoholics Anonymous to use the 12 steps, tweak them just a little bit, Uh and they add five more steps for mental health. 
Nice, and that you know, is a big issue right from, now. Yeah, I mean, it could be PTSD or you know, a lot of folks. You know, that in addition, I think a lot of people that have alcohol or drug issues also have mental health issues. Okay, so you're wearing a veteran hat, and I don't think it's because you're not a veteran, right? No, I'm not. I'm not stolen valor. You're not one of those guys. No, I did. Okay, so, I did almost ten in the Corps, seven in the Guard, and four in the Army Reserve. So you're no stranger to stress, post-traumatic stress issues. No, to be honest uh, with you, I've seen worse in the in the uh, working in the prison system for 26 years. Also, boy, that's something to be said about that, isn't it? Yeah. You've seen worse than even in the military. Oh yeah, uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. At yeah, our state's only maximum security prison. Yeah, yeah. So, in the recovery community, right, we are we're blind if we don't think that there's not dual di- diagnosis going. Mental health uh, uh, issues, and what you got to be right there, uh, trauma and that kind of thing. If we think it's just narcotics and just alcohol, we're probably mistaken. True. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are you said it good. So you well, guys are doing so. You're a support system. Be able to come to your meetings. Yeah, dual diagnosis. It is a peer support group, and a lot of times we. I already mentioned that. You use the 12 steps. We come a little bit. And we we're, uh, we know where to refer people to get the help. We're not professionals. We're not mm-hmm. counselors. But we could tell them, hey, maybe you need to see your medical prescriber. Maybe you should see a licensed clinical social worker. You know, just kind of refer them and kind of guide them to come up with their own solution because yeah. it means more to them when we do it that way. Good deal. Good deal. And Is you it have- similar to AA where only one person speaks at a time? But we do, as long as it doesn't turn into a BS session, you know, we, uh, right. we, um, we, honest feedback is encouraged if it's welcomed. Yeah, so uh, you guys have a website? Yes, we do. We're getting the website. What's, what's the website address? Anonymous. <laughs> Of it's Oregon. right on that banner on the other side. Okay, so it's dual die. Okay, I'm gonna walk over here. I'll be right back. Don't go away. Um, let's see here. Well, we do have a phone number: 503-222-6484. 503-222-6484. If you Google "dual diagnosis anonymous of Oregon," you're gonna find it. Dual diagnosis anonymous of Oregon. Yeah. Hey, thanks, man, for talking to me. Absolutely. Nice to meet you. All right. God bless you, buddy. You as well. All right. One day at a time. Yep, absolutely. One day at a time. All right. So I'm going to move on down a little further. Heading out towards uh, the Take 12 Recovery Radio booth. I'm going to go over here to this. Uh, hey, how you doing? Good, how are you, sir? I'm Monty with Take 12 Radio. You want to tell me about your organization, what your name is? I'm Ryan Pollard, and I work for Home Youth and Resource Center, and we are a service for youth between the ages of 11 and 18 years old for at-risk and homeless youth, and we provide general service, um, everything from shower access, laundry access, fun activities for youth, a safe place to go, as well as we have a homeless shelter. So nice. an emergency shelter where if we can provide a stability for kids and uh, find them a stable place to live so what is the age range 11 to 18 11 to 17 18 if you're pursuing a high school diploma or a ged so you guys actually provide a service that's rare you're not going to find a lot of services that cater towards minors right right yeah so our drop-in location is definitely rare in itself it's just a place where you can go uh, no matter where you're at in life and yeah. To get services and find resources and connect and feel empowered. It's awesome. That's great. That's yeah. great. So your website address? Our website address, I believe, is right. It's community action. My community, my community, my community action. Action. Org. Org. Yes. So this is Home Youth and Resource Center. And your name again? Ryan Pollard. Ryan, thanks for talking to me, man. Absolutely. All right. Thank God you. bless Have you. Have a great day. You betcha. How's it going? Hi. We're going to take a break. And listen to another recovery music piece by Michael Purrington and his group, The Messengers. We'll be back right after this. I'm on the marijuana maintenance program. I haven't had to take a drink so far. Every time I'm tempted to go out and get drunk, I smoke a joint and stay home from the bar. High and dry. What a good boy am I High and dry, yes I am A sober gopher guy High and dry, my chemicals in me 
life with pharmaceutical serenity. First thing that I did was find a doctor to prescribe codeine to ease my pain. I told him I'm in recovery and he gave me some Valium to keep me sane. Still, but I don't have to pass out on a half a case of brew. I'll just take a few sleeping pills. High and dry, what a good boy am I? High and dry, yes I am a sober doper guy. High and dry, my chemicals in me fill my life with pharmaceutical serenity. Well, welcome back to the show, my friends. We're getting ready to wrap it up here. Uh, everybody is zipped on over to the Marion Street Bridge to join hands in celebration of remembrance of those who have lost through uh, co-occurring mental health issues, active addiction, and uh, to celebrate those of us who are in recovery from life-controlling issues. And right now, uh, the last interview that I'm going to do today before Denver and I wrap it up here at Hands Across the Bridge in Salem is with... Uh, my name is Dr. Manya Hellman. I oh, you're Manya. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm so glad to meet you. <laughs> so glad to meet you, So too. talk to me and tell me why you wanted to talk with us on the radio today. Because I realized that we've, I've learned a lot about how to help people from the medical side, yeah. you know, the biology side in, in recovery. And uh, there's no point in not telling people that there there is a lot we can do to help you know the hard work is going to happen in the 12-step meetings in your own soul sure but if but if I can make it a little easier sometimes it's medication assisted treatment sometimes it's neurofeedback to help the brain retrain mm -hmm. sometimes mm -hmm. uh, it's there's a device called cranial electrical stim which sounds weird but it really it's a non-drug way to help with it, it's not like the, the days of bedlam right no 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 and that's that, that's where I have you know I had a, a professor who said we have to earn your trust again because the, because of the past yeah. because of the past they were terrible you know it was terrible yeah you know and i used to wonder why is don't people run to get medication assisted treatment he said the professor said hey, are you aware of the history do you know what we've done the stigma yeah we have to amazing. we have to earn the trust of people in recovery but that being said i think we can we can work together and just make it that bit easier that might be the difference between recovery and relapse I mean that could be someone's sure. life sure if we can figure out what maybe you know with diet and with uh, these things that themselves might not be enough Nutri nutrition really is it can be a very big you got you got my wire there oh, nutrition so. can be a very big big part of this right I mean yes. I see guys coming in I mean I work in a residential program called adult and teen challenge the food is good but it's not that good for you. No. So we're, we're loading guys up with carbs yes. and, and things that turn exactly. to sugar. Exactly. Right. And, and some of these guys are alcoholic. That's right. right? And it's just sugar in the liver. Right. And the liver's already stressed. So believe it or not, I mean, you might not know to look at me, but I'm doing the intermittent fasting. I'm doing oh, the low-carb diet. Yes. It's great stuff. Yeah. So there's a good example of how good medicine, good biology can support recovery. I mean, the brain loves using fat as fuel, using ketones. Mm -hmm. And it just, it makes the, the little mitochondria and the cells happy, and they work better. And so it's part of healing. It's part of recovery is physical healing. Yeah, yeah. So, that's so, so treatment doesn't just need to be holistic. The whole recovery piece of the individual needs to be holistic, right? Yes, it's all, yeah. it's all one person. Yeah. I used to have an argument with a colleague of mine who's a smart doc about which was more important in healing, the brain or the body. 
and me being me, I said, oh, it's the brain, it's the brain. Uh -huh. And he said, no, it's the body. Healing comes from your body. Heal the liver. Let the cells clean up. Let the mitochondria get the fuel they need. Actually, you know, and you support the whole recovery. And the hard work, I don't do. That's 12-step. That's our counselors. Right. That's the real hard work. But to make it a little easier, to support that. Why not? Why not? Why right. wouldn't we, given right. that the knowledge is there? Yeah. And... I, you know, if I ever get carried away and think it's all about medicine, um, someone is in, in clinic will start arguing. You know, it's like it's like like the Monty Python show in clinic. You know, you want right. an argument? You want an argument? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. five minute argument. Five minute yeah. argument. Yeah. That was never yeah. an argument. That was that never was five minutes. Yeah, yeah. So what? No, it's a contradiction. <laughs> I know, it's great. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I love to do, and that's what our our clinic. Some people get frustrated because we don't take insurances, but that lets us be literally at the cutting edge in terms of research. Because insurances, even when they're doing their job right, they're going to be 10 years behind. And my yes. patients don't have 10 years. And, and so that's one of the beautiful things about uh, Adult and Teen Challenge is because we're privately funded, because we run by donations, that kind of thing, we have a policy, let there be no barriers. Yes. And so the guy doesn't have to come up with $35,000 a month no you know to get the help he needs so that is that is good is that good beautiful? news and if uh, you met the one and only kitty right there's kitty yes there's no one like kitty <laughs> so he we will have a uh, on our website which is under construction okay um, we will have a store and a donate so that we can have a scholarship Nice. Maybe for the first two months of early recovery where people mm -hmm. really are flat out mm -hmm. of money. Mm -hmm. By then they'll do so well, they'll not only have a job, they'll become superstars. Because I believe that's the genetics of there you go. risk of addiction. The flip side is this incredible genetics. Yeah. So in a few months they will be, you know, zooming. But those first two months to be able to give a scholarship, you know, $225, which is what our program is a month. It, it doesn't. It's not really a lot of money, but it no. is if you're flat. Right. At your bottom. Right. A bar of soap costs too much if right. you're homeless, right? right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so the reason I, I want people to know we exist, we are affordable. Hopefully, we'll even be more affordable. What is your website address currently? Currently, it's drmaniahelman.com. But please. It really is under construction. Okay, so be really, patient, but be it'll patient, be patient, it'll become spiffy, and I'll have lots of interesting information. So what I'd like you to do, take one of my cards. When you get your website up and you're happy with it, right, we'll put a link to it on Take 12 Recovery Radio because we got to support our local recovery ventures, right? Beautiful. Thank yeah, you so much. That would be awesome. Thank you, doctor, Thank you so sir. much. Thank you. All right, God bless you. Alrighty, listen to this uh, important message, and we'll right back, uh, come right back and wrap it up with Denver Wolf, who's been patiently being vigilant over our booth here at Hands Across the Bridge in Salem, Oregon, 2019. This event brought to you by the Marion Polk Peer Coalition. Don't go away. You don't want to miss the closing. We'll be right back. Introducing Oregon Recovers, an inclusive statewide coalition comprised of people in recovery, their friends and family uniting to transform Oregon healthcare to ensure world-class prevention, treatment, and recovery support services for Oregonians suffering from the disease of addiction. To join the effort in transforming Oregon into the recovery state, visit us at www.oregonrecovers.org. Well, welcome on back. We're uh, we're wrapping this thing up. Denver Wolf has uh, been sitting at the booth, uh, being very vigilant, handing out business cards and flyers, and talking to folks. Uh, Denver, we we started out there wasn't a whole lot of people here. Then we had a whole lot of people, and now everybody's kind of getting ready to pack it up, and move on. I told you the rush would show up here around four o'clock, and sure enough, man, we just had a whole lot of people uh, practicing recovery, curious about recovery, and just having a great time out here in the park. Yeah. So tell the. I'm getting kind of weird sounds coming out of my microphone there. Sorry, listeners. Um, so really quickly, tell the folks about our recovery radio shows and how they can listen. Well, you can uh, get to the Internet and just type in uh, Take 12 Recovery Radio, and boom, it's going to pop up. You can go there, and there's a large selection of a whole bunch of good shows that you can tune into. And Denver is our phenomenal co-host, Mr. Sarca <laughs> Mr. Sarcasm. Oh. oh. Mr. Joy. Oh, God loves me. God loves me. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, Denver. Well, say goodbye to everybody. All right. Thank you for uh, having us out here today, Monty, and recovery in the park. Not recovery in the park, man. I'm used to the hometown. I know, right? Down here, uh, hands across the bridge. Thank you for having us. I just watched a tent blow over. That's weird. Yeah, it's been a little windy. Yeah, it has been a little bit windy, but it's been a phenomenal day. Had a joy. Met some wonderful people, and we got a lot of business cards out there. Hope they all tune in. Uh, special thank you to uh, The Rock, also the Miriam Polk Peer Coalition, also our state legislator, Mr. Mike Marshall, and all the folks that helped put on Hands Across the Bridge Building Bridges. It's been a great day out here. Please down this, download the show, share it with friends, and tune in to all of our shows and archives at Take12Radio.com on your internet dial. Until next time, this is the Monty Man, along with the Take 12 Recovery Radio family. And we are wishing God's perfect serenity for you. Bye-bye now. This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcast.